Welcome to We Have Fun. Uh, we back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Oh, Douglas. Gavin. Douglas. Gavin. Do we sound warmer, folks? I don't know. Do we sound luxurious? I just answered your question. Is it creamier? I hope not. I kind of hope so. But at the same time, no. Yeah. Well, we should. Because these are actual microphones that we're coming through right now. Because we have a team. We have a team. It's Shaboys. We have fun. The podcast. The podcast. In studio. And if you want to reverb studio... That'd be great. Now, or if you want to reverb, Kevin saying, if you want to reverb studio, <laughs> leave the whole thing in if you would, I'll Alan. Just reverb the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> From here on out, reverb my entire we're, phrasing. We are in an empty arena. <laughs> just uh, us. <laughs> hey, it's a pandemic. Huh? It like takes a all of us. Scamdemic. Okay. Well, it takes all of us, and ppg needs to fill seats that's true and by fill seats i mean fill no seats but rent out the space i'm fill seats (laughs) (laughs) oh but doug i did have a question that i've been thinking about asking you and you know we only do this once a week so i've been sitting on this question for quite some time i was gonna tweet it but then i decided you know what better not better introduce it on the pod right sometimes tweets can be disappointing yeah in responses yeah i mean a lot of uh a lot of examples out there but dead air the one thing that i wanted to ask you was and this is an important question so i need you to answer honestly i'm oh boy i'll try (laughs) why do you think that female cartoon animals have fuck me eyes oh boy I mean, it's a, uh, it's a legitimate question. I, I just... Uh, is it? It's a legitimate question. I just... Because I, if you take a look at the way that, like, male cartoon animal, like, pretty much anybody on the Toon Squad, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, Lola Bunny. Okay. You know? It's like, okay, so all these other guys are really goofy shaped, and then it's, like, Lola Bunny. <laughs> well... Vavoom. I mean... Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, Bugs is pretty humanoid. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so he looks I feel normal. Like, well, yeah, so you have to, like... As far as a cartoon's concerned. Yeah, you have to... If you're going to create a mate for him... you got to make Lola Bunny. Well, because you said he looks pretty normal. Right. So you got to make, like, a more humanized mate for him. Do you? Because he doesn't look like a human. Do you want Bugs Bunny to be into bestiality? I mean, he's not, because he's also an animal. Right. Are you saying that it's not bestiality when two beasts are going at it? What I'm saying is, bugs at all look relatively goofy. Like, they're just like, whatever. They just look like cartoon characters. And then Lola Mm -hmm. is basically hentai. (laughs) Tentacles and everything. Yeah, like, there's just a weird difference there. Um, There's definitely a gap in the amount of effort they're putting into... Like Bugs and Lola. I mean, yeah, I guess. But 
Like, I feel like the guy that's drawing Lola is doing it from a prison cell. Are you trying to tell me that Taz does not have bedroom eyes? Taz got them curves. Doesn't have an ass, though. <laughs> He's got that bedroom tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I really don't know what you... What there? I, there's an answer you're looking for. I no, know there I know. is. It's like a genuine. You're looking. Just, I don't even know that we need to necessarily come up with an answer. I just wanted to plague you with that idea. It feels like you're looking for validation. No, no. I I need no valid. I know the things. Feels that I like look you've at got some uh, stiff socks in your bedroom that you're looking for excuses for. Socks, please. Just do it out the window. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Like Spider-Man shooting ropes out the window. <laughs> that is not that is not a, an image that I think a lot of the babies wanted. But I'm sure some of the babies wanted. So I mean, hey, it's the image they get. Well, how often do we get the image we want? I don't know. Usually <laughs> never. True story. But other than that, Doug, uh, what are we talking about today? I well, guess before you get there, well, okay. get there. Well, no, you had something you want to say. No, I was just gonna. I, I was gonna say. I feel like we should probably do intros. Okay. You know, we've never done an intro in like six years. Oh God! And it's not. I mean, it's not really. I our think it's because we hate intros. Even like at a new job, they're like, "Tell us about yourself." It's like, ah, yeah. You're, why don't you just figure it out on your own? You'll, yeah, you'll you'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it just feels like the more professional thing. All right, fine. Do an intro for yourself. <sighs> we'll do, do it one. next time. It's not a big deal. <laughs> we, we we already have a very rough cut of our outro, so. That's true. But I feel like we should probably be The like, outro gets longer every time. <laughs> I think that's part of the joke, though. It's just like a, an unrehearsed, unspoken we start, running gag. We start the outro, and people check this. I'm like, oh, they still got eight minutes left on this thing. So <laughs> They've already said goodbye three times. We'll scrub ahead and see if yeah. anything of substance comes out of it. And then there's the 45-second outro song. <laughs> Some, boop, boop. Somehow they're talking about Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars again. When we start doing movie reviews again, it's top of the list, top of the pops. It's gonna be a good day. But uh, I guess, uh, welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. The pod, the the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. And I'm Kevin. Yeah. And uh, that guy over there, if you're uh, listening, that guy that I'm pointing to over there, that's Doug. Yeah, that's me. Doug. All right, cool. So now that we got that out of the way, um, oh god, what are we talking about, Doug? Well, I have a story for you. Please, I love stories. <laughs> Sound a better one, Alan? Said it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, That's most things. <laughs> <laughs> so this morning, I was doing a little homework out, as I want to do, mm. um, and I had a bit of an experience. Tell me about it. That I like to describe as a near-death experience. Ooh. Um, was it actually that? I don't know. Probably. You're not I, one to, uh... I'm no doctor. You know. I'm no dentist. I'm no scientist. I'm definitely not a dentist. Okay. Um, so, I'm going through the motions. And mind you, my at-home... <laughs> Sounds work, like a good workout. My at-home, uh, workout equipment is a yoga mat and one 10-pound dumbbell. Um, so I'm making Light do. Lightweight, baby. <laughs> I'm making do. It's, it's about, uh... Low weight, high rep count. Hell yeah. Um, and I have this this rotation of moves, ladies, <laughs> um, that I'm going through. And the one 
you probably have heard it, Kevin, is I think it's called like the lumberjack. Okay. Where yeah, it's yeah. like you have it. You're chopping wood. Yeah. It's like you kind of go down to a squat with yeah. you swing. You swing diagonally from your shoulder to your hip. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm on my third set of those. And I notice a twinge in my neck. Hell yeah. I was like, this, isn't, this doesn't feel great. It feels pretty bad, actually. So I finish out that cycle. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to like try. to finish the set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to crack my neck. Right. So I crack it the one way. Great. Feels wonderful. Yeah. Crack it the other way. <laughs> Momentarily feels fine. Uh-huh. Um, moments after that, lose sight. <laughs> the room starts swimming, and I feel like I was like, I'm going to pass out. Like, something is not great. I, like, I, used, I used to get overheated as a child and would pass out, and it felt like that for the first time Ooh. in decades. I was like, this isn't good. This isn't good at all. We almost had to put out auditions for a plus one of this podcast. Honestly. First time in the studio. Yeah. Um, So I'm like, I'm feeling woozy. And it's like, I think I'm going to do a bit of a controlled fall right now. Okay. I'm just gradually lowering myself to the ground. Thank God for this half inch foam (laughs) pad. Just just to get ahead of anything. And I'm just lying there. Like I've started sweating because this is like pretty early on in the workout. Mm -hmm. I haven't really broken a sweat yet. And I am just like perspiring something mm-hmm. fierce now. And like I can see my bottle of water like kind of up on the dresser where I left it. And I'm like inching my way to get it. And also at the same time trying to get to the window on the other side to open that up. So I'm not drenched in sweat sure, as much. Sure, sure, And halfway to the water, I just kind of go down on my side. Yeah. I'm like I'm just going to be here for a little while. And I stayed there for about 15 or 20 minutes. And then I got up and I was like, okay, I think we're through it. I've chugged maybe six bottles of water since then, which is why I'm peeing constantly right now. That explains it. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear it. Told you you'd hear about it. But it was it was a scary feeling. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sounds like it. Is it? Yeah. That's like the, the medical term for fainting. Mm. Whatever that is. Maybe that's not what it was. I mean, I don't know. But all I know is that it was just like, I didn't trust my body for, like, my hands were shaking for a couple hours afterwards. Like, I went to eat lunch, and I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I had soup for lunch. Oh. That's why I was, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hand motion that goes with the sound that it's just occurred to me that they can't see. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, that's, uh. So, yeah. That's not good, Doug. I mean, it's probably not great. It's not good. Is Where's it, your, uh. Is it bad? Probably. <laughs> Where's your neck when you're doing that? Uh, is it is it up and down? Are you leaning forward? When I'm doing the lumberjack? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to keep it neutral. Sure. Um, that's what you'd like to do. And I thought that that's what I was doing. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like, like... I mean... Like right now, it feels like I could crack it again, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's always scary. I do have like a, a thing, as I've, I've touched on before, like the whole like left... Like my whole left scap and everything pretty much attached to it, which is like the rest of your body, yeah. is... Um, pretty fucked up <laughs> i have nerve damage in like the top like by my trap so like when i'm lifting i don't really feel anything but like weight right in that arm. like it doesn't feel like it's exhausted it never feels like which is why it's always so t- hard to like keep everything that's why i like use i like to use machines because it keeps you on a path yeah but um yeah dude i have like a pretty bad kink like in my left 
like neck. Oh, he has a bad cake yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. The right side's totally Beastiality. fine, pretty vanilla, but the, the left side, buddy, isn't a weird shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I get that. I remember that, fellas. Okay. Hey, I uh, so I feel you. I feel you on that one. Huh? I it's mean, one of those things. It might be like how hard? How are you like extending your arms with the with the ten? It's a like a ten pound like. It's nollie. a ten pound. So for like this move in particular, um, you have like the the upper grip and the lower grip. Right. I have whichever hand is on the upper grip is fully extended, and the other one kind of okay. You know, as if if you were swinging an axe. Hmm. Or a golf club. Sure, sure, sure. Or a baseball bat. Well, hey, man. Or a... Call you David, because hey, man. Tennis racket. <sighs> Call me David. You're going to have a pretty sick backhand this spring. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, that's what we can talk about. <gasps> we could talk about that. Yes. So, um, at work the other day, I discovered something called a, a platform tennis paddle. And I was very curious as to why this bitch was like $180. Because it looks like a ping pong paddle. And I thought... On steroids. Yeah. I was like, what kind of weird fucking person is buying a $200 ping pong paddle? So I Google this motherfucker to see what's going on here. It's a whole thing. It's like... Now, we're going to be part of this community come a couple... You know, we're going to be part of this winter sport come yeah. the spring. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, it's a year-round sport. Oh, yeah. But we're going to be part of it. So I don't mean to disparage the, the group... But uh, early impressions indicate that this is a tiny bit of a cult that we're dealing with here. <laughs> it, uh, it looks very similar to the same crowd that's like... Jonestown. Oh, no. I was going to say, well, maybe about the same level of Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, you, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Big, uh, big non-Mormon sport, however. <laughs> and uh, So far as we know. So far as we know. As opposed to Ultimate, which yeah. is, as we know... Big Mormon, Mormon sport. It's probably in the Book of Mormon. It probably is. It's probably a couple chapters deep. You probably have to go a little while, but um, yeah. So this sport is uh, well. Is it a sport? Would you call it a sport? I would call it a sport. Would yes. you call it a sport? Um, it's. Would well, uh, you call tennis a sport? Yeah, I guess. So. I don't like the way you said that. No. Well, so here's <laughs> the thing. Like, I would call soccer a sport, but I wouldn't call beach soccer a sport. It's like the derivatives. Mm. That's where it kind of loses me. Well, the videos I watch for platform tennis, people still go hard. Oh, I, and we're going to go harder yeah. than anybody. And also, like, it's very technique-driven. Like, there's a <sighs> lot of, like, behind-the-back type I things. That. I hate that. Because, like, you have a limited amount of space. That's true. But you can play it off the wall. You can. And what, that's what throws me off is because, like, you know, I've been playing tennis for, like, over a decade at this point. Humble brag. Mm. Um, oh, you're it, old. Congratulations. You are hardwired to, like, if like, when that ball gets behind you, like, it's, yeah, it's over. It's over, yeah. So to like get into a mindset where it's like, all right, that ball has gotten behind mm-hmm. me, but I can still play it when it bounces back mm-hmm. a little bit is going to be really weird. Yeah. See, I think that's why we're both going to be in a good spot because like you'll have some things to unlearn, but you'll also have like pretty good technique. Mm-hmm. Whereas I have zero technique, but I do have the advantage of learning from the ground up. Yeah. But I I'm... I uh, relearn things. Yeah. I played tennis like twice in my life. And when I tell you that I was... SNL skit bad. It was like actually insulting. Like it was past the point of like, oh, it's cute. He's learning to the point where it was like, all right, you just give up. Okay. Just stop playing. I love it because like it looks to the outside person so simple, mm-hmm. but there's so much to mm-hmm. it. Oh, like, you have to keep your racket at like a 
consistent 30 degree angle mm-hmm. i can't do that and you know when you don't yeah because like, it's fucking mark mcguire's to the moon well it's either that or you like spike it into the ground right in front of you yeah but, embarrassing but it's like one of those it's like um it's like in golf where you hit the ball and you know immediately if you hit it well or not mm-hmm. and it's just like you want to get it that second that split second that you actually hit it back mm-hmm. as soon as it leaves your racket or your golf club sure oh, yeah I but those. i mean i'm come on spring i'm kind of i'm kind of pumped i'm a little bit concerned though going back to like the cult like aspect of it because mm-hmm. i i'm I have a uh, a reservation that we won't be immediately accepted into this group, and uh, I mean it. It, it looks tight knit, like a well made cable uh, knit sweater. Yeah, I, I think Ooh. that uh, talking dirty to me all of a sudden. <laughs> I think it's gonna. We're gonna have to probably do some trial runs to get in there. I mean, probably, but I think. Um, I mean, I was going through the one website for like the Pittsburgh area mm-hmm. club, if, I guess mm-hmm. league maybe. Um, and they are very much into like trying to grow the sport to get new people in well, there. shorts. I mean, they're probably just tired of playing with the same like fifteen people. I um, imagine, but God, that's going to be a steep hill to climb. I mean, hey, as long as you're like a like-minded individual, it seems like tennis mm-hmm. players. Whenever I joined the uh, uh, tennis club in college, like it was, I joined my second semester, and mm-hmm. they had already gone strong in the first semester. Like everyone was friends already. Yeah. They welcomed me so quickly. Yeah. Like, I honestly didn't trust it at first. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it feels like there's kind of that air that, like, there's a joke being played mm-hmm. on you because, like, you're not fully in yet. But it's like, no, they're just being nice because, like, they generally, gen- mm-hmm. genuinely wanted me to be, be sure. there, be a part of it. Yeah. Well, and and those are uh, some of my best friends in college. Hey. Um, the only thing, like, so that's what i expect will happen but mm. like we we can't make you can't force it well we got we can't force it but the other thing that i'm trying to say is like make no mistake here this is a a, a seditious uh part of the like thing of the sport like yeah this is designed exactly for like rich whites on their <laughs> own court to play like they've harnessed the power of of modern technology to to make this sport playable year round and it's probably quite expensive if if just the equipment is any indication. I mean, the people that um that like make it to the championships, from what I've seen, they are uh, like the tennis pros at country clubs. Mm-hmm. That like, yeah, they're not as good enough to be like actually on the tour, but they are still a tennis pro at a country club. Yeah, yeah like they're they're no slouch. Which is like, like I don't the women's champion like. One of the women's champions was doubles from this past year, maybe? Is that 2020 or 2019? Like, she was the top-rated female player in Argentina or Brazil. Great. It's like, okay. Yeah. So, they're bringing it. Maybe maybe I'll just stick to talking shit. <laughs> and Doug can play. Oh, I'm going to be in it. And I can, I'll talk shit for Doug. I cannot wait. Because uh, I wanted to join like an actual tennis league this past year, yeah. but pandemic was like, nah, bro. Yeah, man, that's that's the shitty thing. Like, I finally got the guap and the time to like join like an indoor soccer league or something like that, and then it's like, hey, no, can't do it. I ruined a lot of good things. A lot of good things. Yeah. So I know that there are still some some leagues that are playing with like masks on and stuff like that, but they get shut down so routinely that it's like, you know those those new fields by. Uh, 
going down into Coriopolis, yeah. there's a ton of people there all the time. I'm I'm wary of those because I don't know who they're for. I don't know if they're for the public or if they're for because I know that it, it has like our school district written all over it. Yeah, but it, it seems to me to be kind of like um because they're very nice. It was like you know how you were on that team that was like. All people are on the school soccer team, yeah. but it wasn't like a school team. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that kind of thing. Yeah, which, I mean, and that's fine. I know that it's it's all turf fields, I expect. Welcome to turf. But, um, and yeah, they, they seem very nice. It's just that, like, it's not, like, a big hassle, but it's, like, embarrassing whenever you're, like, playing. Like, you invite, like, 10 or 15 boys down, and, and like, you're all... You know, you got a decent game going, and then, like, a cop shows up, and everybody gets on edge, and they're like, yo, you can't be here. And it's <laughs> like... Bro, I pay taxes. Like this is my money. I paid six twenty five a month for this field. So, um, you may not know it, but I am Mr. Montour. Yeah, I'm the guy. So you leave me be. <laughs> don't you know who my father is? Yeah, because I don't. So if you could tell me, that'd be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, um, I'd like to go down and play sometime because the field that we usually play at is, is grass, and I'm a I'm a big grass guy. You're a big shout grass out. Guy. But um. Is there grass in the corner? <laughs> no, it's just my white cleats get dirty. And oh, uh, never again, nice. by the way. Never again will I buy white cleats. Um, I just watched all of Ted Lasso in one day. Yeah. I know they're called boots. Okay, so they are called boots, but I have to Americanize what I say. Um, have you seen Ted Lasso? I haven't. Because I have. I just watched it all yesterday. I heard it's good. And they're called boots. Yeah, they sure are. I've already conceded <laughs> that they're called boots. But yeah, it was a great show. I loved it. I heard it's very uplifting. It's it is relentlessly joyful. Is he still the coach of Tottenham in that show? Wow, Doug! I thought you said you finished. Uh, it. Richmond, Richmond, AFC Richmond. AFC. So he's an he's he's like American. It's like an it's an American. Ted Lasso is an American man. Yeah. Who is? Uh, he was like the head coach of a Division two college football team. Okay. And then he gets hired to be the manager of this Premier League team. Oh, it's a Premier League team. Yeah. Interesting. Because I know... It's a big part of the plot, Kevin. When, he's, when it was like a five-minute short or whatever, or it was like just commercials or something like that, like mm. four or five, six years ago, he was like the, like air quotes here, like the coach of, of Tottenham. Mm. And that's immediately my reservation. I was like, I don't give a fuck about Tottenham. I actually... Well, Tottenham's a real team. It, it sure is. I don't think AFC Richmond is a real team. No, it is not. <laughs> But not that I don't know. So that's anymore. probably why they made that change. Yeah. I mean, it's probably meant to be like the same level of team that Tottenham maybe, is. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Any great show. Recommend it. But back to tennis, which is more important okay. than anything you have to say. All right. Uh, I lost my wind for a second. That's what you get. Um, be, at the Thanks, beginning of the Jesus. pandemic, <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic, I went to my spot, the tennis wall at Sattler's Cabin. Shout out. Public parks. Well, now we're going to get stalkers. Probably. I will, at least. Yeah, I've never seen you there. <laughs> but I was hitting the wall, and there was a middle-aged gentleman on the other side of the wall also hitting it. And he came around, he's like, are you waiting for somebody? And I was like, no. And I was like, wow, what's going on? And he was like, you just want to play together? I was like, sure. Yeah. And this man, he's Eastern European. His name is Ovi. He has a heck of a forehead. Yeah. Like, I was playing well behind the baseline to, like, keep up with him. I was like, damn, buddy, you are what I want to be, mm -hmm. Eastern European. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's um, <laughs> it's definitely one of those weird things because I think that, uh, 
you know, you get very familiar with your playing level, but when you don't play with somebody else or you don't play mm-hmm. with like a good enough matchup for long enough, you start thinking you're a lot better than you are. Yeah. And then whenever you play with a complete fucking stranger, even if they're not that good, like it still gives you an ego check. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember one of like the dog days of summer. It was like a Sunday or something like the that. The dog days of summer. Okay. I, I went to the high school to just like kick free kicks and it was going to be like, I would be up there for like an hour, hour and a half, like no big deal, whatever. Um, I'm starting to like get like sore, like I'm starting to get blisters. So like that's when it's time to leave. And then like this group of like six dudes shows up and immediately I'm like, ah, we're going to have like issues. They ended up like long very long story, a little bit shorter. They end up being like super cool. And I was playing a couple, like a couple of short side games with them. Now they weren't like, they played in college <laughs> and they were like, fine. Like they could do like some skill moves or whatever, but like the great equalizer is shooting, which you think is going to be much easier given that like, it's a, you know, it's a pretty big ball. It's a pretty big net. Like just put it in the net. Like it's not that it's fucking hard to shoot. <laughs> It's it's but when you're running when you're sprinting at full speed and like even if there's not we weren't even playing with keepers like even if there's not a keeper dude it's a hard thing to do and if you kick the ball wrong it hurts your tootsies sure yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's just funny that my like, tootsie <laughs> I think everybody there like I don't know if tennis I'm sure it is because it's just like anything else but like you're pretty self deprecating oh like, yeah like you hit it and it goes you like what, what you, you scratch scratch what what is it when you hit it out on your serve. Yeah, like if you do that, you're like I fucking suck at this. Like fall. Like why do I even play this fucking sport? Like or you hit the net or something like that. It's pretty much the same thing, I guess, with every other sport. But it's like everybody definitely like deep down, like you wouldn't take the time to buy like two hundred and fifty dollar boots. You wouldn't take the time to buy paraphernalia. You wouldn't take the time to watch the games if you actually thought that you sucked. Yeah. But it's always it's just funny to hear like. 12 grown men just fucking suck in public and just like i fucking hate my life this i don't know why i come out here in my mind all these guys that showed up for some reason have australian accents well and this is the thing i was like these kids are definitely young because they all look fucking weird like australians it, honestly a couple of them could have been australians like there was this kid with like the sickest flow i've ever seen in my life but it was pretty clear uh that he did not have blonde hair like it was <laughs> It was like part bleached, part dyed. There was like a streak of orange in there. Shaved sides, like an undercut. I'm talking like 1983 Metallica undercut <laughs> with a handlebar mustache that was brown. And he had two different colored shoes on. I think his name was like Alex. It's This is a, an eight-month memory, so mm-hmm. long-time listeners will, will know that. I don't remember a whole lot from that day. <laughs> but uh, really nice kid. I think everybody went to like Bethany or like Latrobe or some shit like that. And uh, really, that explains it. Really sweet kid, but I, at first I saw him and I was like, I don't want to typecast, but like, man, kind of fuck that guy. <laughs> nice you would nice, nice kid though. Really, really nice kid. Oh, hey, also a big Liverpool fan, so it's a beautiful sal- game. Salute to the homies. Um, I'm a big AFC Richmond fan. Yeah, of course, you, of course you are. <laughs> uh, of course you are, Douglas. Uh. But you know they play Man City in that show, and you know I love Man City. Why? Why do you love Man City? Tell because, them why you love Man City. Well, because Man City played in Pittsburgh uh-huh. at Heinz Field against AC Milan, and I happened to go to that game with Italians, and I was like, well, I can't root with the Italians. 
To be fair, maybe the Italians weren't even rooting for AC Milan. So I had to be the contrarian. Mm-hmm. And that was whenever, what, what's his face? He was you, on the team. You can do it. I don't remember his name. Mario Batali. Yeah. Who is like beloved around the world except in Italy. I don't even know if he's beloved everywhere in the world, but... At, at, that the was, chef, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was... um. He was he was big at the time, but he's always been kind of an asshole that people tolerate because he's good at scoring goals, mm-hmm. and then he suddenly wasn't. Mm. So now he's just an asshole. Who's he? Where's he play now? I think he. I don't. Or is he in the MLS? I don't know. He's on the MLS. He was jumping around. So he played for he played for AC Milan, and then he played for City, and then he played for Liverpool, and then I think he went back to Milan, and now mm. he's getting traded amongst like lower leagues. Mm. But my lasting impression of him is when he played, it was it was either a World Cup game or I don't know if it was like it was definitely a national team that he was he was playing for Italy for the national team, but I don't I don't know to what capacity. And it was an important game, but anyway, he he fucked he like scuffed a shot mm-hmm. in the penalty, in the box, and he was so mad at himself that he had to make a public show of it. So he punched a hole, like a divot. Into the into like the you know the eight yard line or whatever where it would be, <laughs> and maybe I don't know ten minutes later, he's coming back. All right, he's got a clear shot on net. He's coming a little bit wide, so he's got a little bit of an angle. But like a person of his caliber should be able to do it. Fucking trips Ooh. on the hole that he punched in the ground and misses again. Oh boy! And uh, no matter what he does, like that's gonna be it's my gonna- lasting image of him it'll always come back to that yeah plus he fucking sucked when he played for liverpool so he can go fucking hell you're not from liverpool Kevin. Mm-hmm. i just feel like we need to remind you of that sometimes well i mean all the other teams are you're not a liverpudlian i'm not i'm not um but you're here's the thing the beatles I, f- I find that liverpool is perhaps the most pittsburgh city in england mm. and for that reason i support them Interesting. Plus, I, I also find that the um, the the Reds are are akin to the Steelers, the Communists. Yeah, in in some way, in that there's a lot of history there. They are one of the most highly decorated teams in the Premier League, um, and basically all of Europe. Mm. Um, but it's a little bit more impressive in England, where it's more of like an any given Sunday, Saturday kind of thing. Whereas yeah. everywhere else in the league, it's like, all right, so historically it's been like the same four teams just running shit all the time. But in, in England, it's always like, not so much anymore. That's a totally different topic. But like, <laughs> historically, it's basically been like anybody's game all the time. Right. Uh, like some teams are more dominant than others. That's just how it works. But for the most part, it's like, they're still hanging around, you know. Nobody ever just drops off the face of the fucking earth the next season. But yeah, I mean, they're just a massively disrespected city. A um, lot of very proud people there, and it, it's very. I mean, sports work a little bit differently in England, where everybody's always like super fucking jacked up on their home. Ball is life. Yeah. Whereas, like, you'll get people fucking in the states. It's like, well, I'm you know I'm from Pittsburgh, but I'm a Cowboys fan. Fuck you. They're America's team. <laughs> yeah, non Coriopolis asshole. So, but over there, like, you know, you're you're pretty much ride or die. Yeah, but do Pittsburgh Steelers cheerleaders have their own channel? You don't, don't want to see so. Pittsburgh Steelers cheerleaders, buddy. Here's, yeah, here's the secret. Steely McBeam is a woman. I don't know if you know that. Strong jaw. <laughs> she could take a punch. <laughs> 
but just the way Kevin likes them. Hey, you got to be able to defend yourself, man. I especially in the bedroom. I haven't been able to make many uh, Kevin hates women jokes recently because uh, it's probably you're probably out of material because it's patently false. Wow, I did go through a lot of them. You did. You you churned out a lot of a lot of stuff very quickly. I think that was when we peaked. You think that's when we peaked? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. This microphone was just my excuse to disparage your yeah. name in public. That's a good... That's... Memories. That's a good time. Memories. That's like half the reason I set up the blog, to be honest with you. By the way, check out the blog. It's because like I, I'm a person with feelings, and I'm usually on the right side of history. So don't listen to Doug. Are you, though? I mean, read the blogs. Kevin, I've been friends with you for much longer than I would have liked to have been at hey. this point. Hey. And I gotta, I got some things. Yeah. I got some grievances. Oh yeah. Well, you missed Festivus, bitch. So keep it up. <laughs> keep it up in that dome of yours. They're gonna be stewing in within me for <laughs> eleven months. Oh boy, can't believe it's almost Christmas again. I know. Yeah. Where's the time go? Really? Where does the time? The older I get, go. Time stays the same. <laughs> Something like that. I think that was the line. I think I you know. nailed it. Um, there was something else I wanted to talk about. What was it, Kevin? I hope so. Oh, that was a good answer. Time, I don't even know what our time is anymore. What's our time? 30 We got time. We got time. We got to do all this shit over again. I got... Mm? <laughs> uh, I got notes. Tell me those notes. Mm. Quickly, Douglas. Let's see. What do I got here? What How got? are you scrolling? Just notes. <laughs> Just give me notes. I got a lot of notes. Um, let's go through some of my tweet ideas, see if there's anything good in there. Probably not. Let's hit the notes. <laughs> I do have a pretty great tweet that I keep forgetting to tweet. Okay. But maybe I'll tweet it after. I'll tweet it before this episode goes up. Okay. So I'm going to say it right now. All right. My next car will have an all black exterior and an all white interior. And I'm going to call it the Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> Boy, I have, I have never wanted to end this podcast more. Shortest episode today. No more episodes after this. We're <laughs> we're defund this. We're we're defund WHF. Uh, we but should, you'd have to fund us first. So we should ad revenue. Check out that. Check out welcome to wehavefun.com. We should go to some of these armed protests that are going to happen this week. Uh, with merch for us. Okay. <laughs> um, but also signs that say defund WHF and see if how many people we can get to like sign a petition. And then we'll sell that list to the FBI. So that way we can be like, all these people were here. Yeah. And since it's a government contract, we know they'll overpay. Yes. I mean, it's a new administration coming in, so we can really uh, yeah. jack up those prices. I mean, listen, what, what do they lose? Like routinely, like hundreds of billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. If not more. Uh, I think it's a good plan. I mean, we could be fat cats. Oh. With um, money. I think it's called... Mm, you can do it. What's you what's, can do it. what's a synonym for cat that starts with an H? I don't think there is one. Okay. Uh, let's see. You're really killing me. Here. A husky... Nope. Human. Wow. <laughs> Professional writer, Doug McGlynn. Well, my guild membership is pending. Yeah, well, a couple of years now. We're still, I know it's a long list, waiting for them to 
I think I will the, need to join for my work yeah? at some point. The WAG? Yeah. The Writers ah, Guild. <laughs> Just so excited to <laughs> be writing. It's a scream of excitement. Of alcoholism, Mm -hmm. of just genuine rage. (laughs) What decisions led to this? (laughs) Comerals. That I will say, I don't think I've discussed this on the pod yet. Probably haven't. Um, A a part of a large part of my job Mm -hmm. is removing Oxford commas. What? And you know what? I'm a big Oxford comma guy, as you should be. And it's like, well, that's not really AP style. It's like the Associated Press. Well, I can't say anything because my job would be in jeopardy. Yeah. But we have some difference. I have some grievances. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to get mixed up. And then, like, what, on uh, December 23rd? I think so. Is that you, Festivus? You're just going to be like, fucking Kevin and your Oxford comma rolls. <laughs> I'm on your team. You're just seeing red. <laughs> oh, God, fuck. Oh, man. There's just, like, a trickle of blood coming out of my nostril. <laughs> Been holding this in all year. And you're going to hear about it. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Imagine not adhering to the Commodores, though. It's crazy to me. But I, I genuinely let them slide a little bit. Like, if I see one, I'm just like, it looks better with it there. Yeah. And that happens a lot. It's like, oh, you should take that out. It's like, should I? Yeah. I find that that's actually, like, a lot of how <laughs> I, like, I grammar you know yeah like it just, it's whenever he talked pretty one day yeah say hey we love david sedaris in we this do. house in this house yes. but um outside of this house mm-hmm. yeah but a lot of it like it just feels right like it's an intuition more than a, like uh, an encyclopedic knowledge on how this stuff works because there's right. like what like 26 different bullets for comma rolls probably it's long and it's enough to be like yeah this is fucking stupid like whatever looks right whatever feels right um Oddly enough, that list, not separated by commas. Yeah, weirdly enough. The only thing that like my, is my peeve is when people use commas. This is great radio, by the way. Mm-hmm. Whenever people There's use, an audience for yeah, this. When people use It's not ours, but it's... There I mean, is there's one. a new Netflix show about the history of swear words, which I cannot wait yeah, to Yeah, but watch. it's also like narrated by your boy Nicolas Cage. The cage Yeah. I don't... Is it the cage The cage We can do better. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it, babies. Don't worry about it. But when people use commas instead of like M dashes or semicolons, mm-hmm. that gets me. Oh. You know my goat? Hmm. It gets it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen your goat. Yeah. I didn't like seeing it. it, it it's, <laughs> it's an ugly goat. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, um, let's be respectful. Strong brow. He's a good boy. Um, Black Phillip is his name. But um, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> There's a... Uh, Another part, large part of my line of work is none of the reporters know how to type out an M dash. So they just do two hyphens back to back. Oh, no. So I just have to go in, do my keyboard shortcuts, <laughs> where it looks like I am having a stroke <laughs> on the keyboard. It's like, didn't they teach no, you these people? That's yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't they teach you people these things in calligraphy class? I really. A space, A space, W, A space. Oh boy! <laughs> Probably can't even draw an ampersand either. Puff. Puff. Uh, but hey, so this might be our last recording before the world ends this week. Oh yeah, I am. Um, so we got that to look forward to. For for my own mental health, I've been I've been a little bit more aloof on that topic. Oh, it must be nice. Yeah, right. Um, just because it's like 
it's so hard to believe if any because I still like even after watching like the insurrection TM, <laughs> I still don't believe that like this shit at large is going to happen. Like after watching on the news, like, what was it like five thousand? Is that number highly inflated or? Oh, at the Capitol? Yeah. I think it was in the tens of thousands. Was it in the tens of thousands? Like, even after watching that, I'm like, yeah, well, that's an isolated event. Your, your boy, uh, Eric Trump, okay, said that he had, he never thought he would have 150,000 people uh, wishing him a happy birthday. Granted, that family has lied about crowd sizes before. Yeah. Um, sizes of really any measure. But, but CNN kept saying, like, tens of thousands. So probably, like, 10,000. Yeah. I mean, even still, like, all right. And, so like, was, all of them cleared out on their own because yeah. the police were like, no, nah, we're not going to do it. Well, there was that right one now. dude that came out and he's like, we've been in there. Ain't nothing going on. <laughs> I mean, it's not guy. wrong. No, but, I mean, so that's a highly concentrated event from all 50 states. We're going to ballpark it at 12, mm-hmm. 12,000. 12, they want to do a major, pro, air quotes again, protest at every state capital. Shit, boys. I don't I mean, know. I mean, you get the people that were like too lazy to leave their state that I could see doing it. Yeah. Like PA, I feel like there's going to be a larger crowd than I would be. Yeah, we'll just park I'm, I'm be, out front. I'm going to be embarrassed to see the crowd size yeah, there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being embarrassed. It's like, oh, I know you people. <laughs> that's that's really, that's my left, that's the left side kink. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I'm just very... Uh, speculative on the whole thing it's i mean we like, shall see yeah no definitely well i i saw the there was like a blurb from the um the dc share a dc sheriff or the like the dc head of police or chief uh, chief you might even call them um where he was like yeah i fucking loved beating national white nationalist ass and i'll do it every fucking day if i have to and was, i was like was that him or was that the dude that was getting crushed in the door that was that was the guy. Okay. That was not that was not the uh, the dead officer. R.I.P. Well, I don't think the guy that got crushed in the door died. Oh no. It was the guy who got like yanked from uh, the line and beaten with a fire extinguisher and an American flag. Yeah. So how's that for imagery? Yeah. Dude probably thinks he's uh, Mel Gibson in the Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> don't tread on me. So I think I think to a certain degree, I don't know, man. It's a weird. It's definitely a weird time because, like, a lot of things that were playing out. This is this is my big hang-up, is that this stuff is happening. It's kind of like whenever you figure a movie out before uh-huh. it's over. And, like, things that are supposed to be surprises are, like, not well anymore. And I know that's, like, a thing that probably happens to you much as much as it happens to me. Because it's like, well, you know, we wrote, we designated, like, four or five years of our life yeah. just writing movies and studying them. So it's like... Boy, this is so save the cat, it can't even fucking help itself. So, that's a... That's what a sh- cat is being saved in this situation? Yeah, that's a real shout out to the movie heads out there. But, um, you know, whenever you see like, oh, the cops are just letting them in. Oh, who didn't see that coming? Uh-huh. But then, boy, at night, they really flipped the script. And I think we talked about it this It was the, the day shift part. cops that went home mm-hmm. and they got the night shift yeah, ones. Yeah, you got the scary-ass prison guards. <laughs> that know no allegiance and just love swinging that club. Pretty much. They just, like, in their cages all day, just... <laughs> <laughs> They're like uh, Tommy Lee in uh, Ace Ventura. He's like, that's <laughs> the, the backpack sack. He's like... <laughs> that's the night cop. Oh, man. Just let him, he's just throwing spears at legs. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I, I mean, if they're going to be on that shit... Mm-hmm. On on uh, next week, then my thing is, 
is that all those people lost their form of communication with each other. Yeah, that's the other thing, man. Um, well, you you were saying that the, what's the big thing that Parler's dead? Uh, Telegram. Telegram. Yeah. So like, uh, Telegram released this thing. It was like, wow, we just had a record number of oh, like people downloading our app. It's like, well, I wonder why. Yeah. Right. <laughs> May want to do a little vetting of the people that have downloaded your app. Yeah, definitely. Well, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe as much as like I I kind of like in a vacuum. I get it. An echo chamber. If you in know. echo chamber. I, well, I mean, even just in the abstract, I understand why Parler was created. That being said, it, you know, on the surface, at least I buy the excuse. I don't believe right. them, but I could buy the excuse. But it's just like, man, how the fuck did any of these app stores allow Parler to, like, you don't be a dipshit. Like, you know why the fuck it got created. Yeah. Like, even sometimes, like, I tell you a lot, like... I mean, Telegram was created so people could discreetly share news. Hey, well, that's what Snapchat was for, and then yeah. they fucked that yeah, up. Like, oh, we're going to detect nudity. Like, that's weird that you have sensors that detect nudity. Yeah, but, but all right. Who's whatever. the real bad guy yeah. here? Well, I mean, it's like I tell you, even with Twitter, like, there are people, like, there are actors and there are writers and, like, showrunners and stuff like that that I follow. And, of course, like, hey, we're all bleeding heart liberals. Mm-hmm. Um to a you know if you have to put a name to it you know big snowflakes here yeah exactly big big cucks and big demon crats oh for sure (laughs) and but even some of them i'm like man you have the got to shut the fuck up about this like just stop if there was an entire app like if there was a tired messaging app like parlor for demon rats demon crats well demon rats isn't bad though yeah can you imagine (laughs) like what that it would be just as exhausting yeah so it's people just, are gonna be like, oh, that's what the mainstream media. Oh is. my god, yeah, right, cool. It's <laughs> like that fucking. Uh, I think she was a senator. I didn't get to see who it is, but she had a, a face mask on that was said it? censored while she was on uh, C-SPAN or yeah. something like that. Like, man, shut the fuck up. You're at a podium with a microphone, and you're gonna say you're censored. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Oh, there was there was a picture taken from the uh, House impeachment vote earlier this week. Of some Republican congressman taking down his mask so he could sneeze directly into his yeah, hand. Yeah, I saw that. And you just see a congresswoman like several seats over, look like glaring mm-hmm. at him so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's first the, of all, that's gross. Yeah. Like the fact that even outside of a pandemic, mm-hmm. your instinct is to just full hand oh, over dude. the nose and mouth sneeze. Dude, when I worked when I worked retail, like. People would come into my store and do that. And they're like, well, I don't want to sneeze into my mask. It's gross. Like, dude, that's what the fucking mask is for. Yeah. No one's going to see. Yeah. You're just going to have to live with that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty gross. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably bleed through at some point. But hey, that's... <laughs> What's that ooze? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, you don't want to know. I have an ooze. <laughs> we might... Yeah. When we, we're going to have to revisit that movie. Oh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Speaking of movies to revisit, um, WB is releasing a fuck ton of movies dub, 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 coming dub, up dub, soon. WB. For are they all going to be on HBO Max for the next year? Yeah, because um, I, I mean they're doing like the in theaters in HBO Max, but like no one's going to see it in theaters because there's really not any theaters open. So I went to the those. Oh, that yeah. was funny. I went to the theater the other night. Five dollar movie night actually, mm-hmm. which for some reason they're still doing. It's like you think they'd there, be, what movies are there? Um... News of the World, which I saw. Okay. New Tom Hanks movie. Right. Uh, a couple of Indian movies, which are always playing there. Yeah, yeah. And then 
forget what the other one was. There's literally only like four movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Wonder Woman. WW84. Um, but I, I was in the theater and like I felt my pocket vibe. I was like, oh, who wants to reach out to the old Dangle? Mm-hmm. And whose name should I see on there? But good, good buddy Kevin Ay. saying, buddy, it's been over a year since I've been to the movies. <laughs> like, I didn't tell you I was going. I didn't like send a snap to I you or anything like, it. look where I am. I just sensed it. I was like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Now. No, I was driving. I was actually also at Settlers Ridge. I was getting out of John Eagle. Mm. And I, you know, you always see it coming through the back way. And I was like, man, I haven't been to Cinemark in for fucking ever. I went largely because like I just had a hankering for popcorn. Sure. For real popcorn. Sure, sure. And buddy, did I eat popcorn. Real popcorn. I don't even remember the last movie I saw. In theaters. Before this, well, I went to the movies um, twice during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I saw Tenet. Which, eh. Yeah, that's what I figured. And then I saw... It's a long title, but it's David Copperfield. Okay. And it was written and directed by the same guy that did Death of Stalin and Veep. Mm-hmm. And I hooted and hollered all the yeah. way through. What was the last movie that I Before saw? that, it was like 1917. It might have been 1917. Because I think I saw it in January of last year. It might. Yeah, I think 1917 was it. I saw it with my parents the first time. Mm-hmm. And I remember you texting me about that because your boy was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I had an experience like that, too, in the movies, in that movie where someone was like, because there's not a lot of talking in that movie. Yeah. And someone it's like this dude was trying to. Make himself more comfortable so he wouldn't jump. Mm-hmm. When, like when something He's happened, like pointing out. Yeah, he was like dead body up on that hill. I was like, what do you expect it to do? Yeah, like it's literally a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. It's like a Scooby Doo. Yeah, um, <laughs> like Zoinks. It's the Kaiser Scooby Doo. Like, um, no, I would have like, gotten away with it too if it hadn't yeah. been for you meddling allies. Yeah, for sure. No, like I, it was like I knew. Meddling Ottomans. Yeah, I knew that it was going to be an emotional movie, mm-hmm. like, but like I saw, like I said, with my parents and like my stepdad, bless his heart, like he really wasn't connecting with it. But um, my mom was like visibly shaken. Like I, you know, I yeah. asked her how it was after like the credits rolled, and she was like, I don't, want, I can't talk, I can't talk if I say anything when I start crying, like I can't talk. And I sat in my car in the parking lot of the movie theater for like a half an hour, just mm-hmm. trying to process what I saw. Dude, the uh, the song that they sing in the woods really sets yeah. the tone for like the finale. Yeah, and it just is kind of crushing. Yeah, well, yeah, that's I was trying to remember. There was a guy in the theater that was like asking questions, which is when you really unpack it, maybe the dumbest fucking thing you can do in a movie theater mm. because really good chance everybody's seeing it for the first time. Wow! So no one's gonna be able to answer your question. Also, two, hey, who's well, that guy? Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. S T A H P. Stop. Stop talking. Ron, stop. Because whenever he um, oh, is in the river and it goes from like logs and dead bodies to rose petals and yeah. um, whatever, and this guy was like, "Is he dead? <laughs> did did he die? <laughs> hey." What's going on? Is he dead? Is he going to be in Rush Hour 3? <laughs> Buddy, he's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. He ain't going to be in Rush Hour 3. It's just, I don't know. That's like a... 
that's one of those things. I started because I, I watched a lot of new movies, like not new movies, but movies to me for the first time. Yeah. It was when the pandemic started uh, seven years ago. <laughs> it's been years. Now I'm, I'm more on to like comfort stuff. Yeah. I have every Brendan Fraser movie in, oh my, in my HBO list currently. And honestly, I love Brendan Fraser. None of these movies look like I want to revisit them. Um, Except The Mummy. Oh, yeah. No, for sure The Mummy. Like, I... I Bedazzled. Buddy. Mm, I'm going to watch that one on mute. But... The, <laughs> like, Blast from the Past, I remember being fun. I got Monkey Bone up, and I am not excited to start Monkey Bone. I remember it being a lot better, but after watching the trailer a few times, I'm like, oh, this is going to... I'm going to be mad when this movie's on. Because it, it has probably, like... Great for its time. Not everything ages properly. Yeah, it's definitely... Like, just in the trailer, it's got some jokes there that, like... Not that I'm going to be PC, please, because, like, I think anybody that's listened to us for longer than 30 seconds knows that, like, I'm not that guy. Right. But there are definitely some jokes just in the in the, in the the trailer that I'm like, oof, that's... Well, I think... That's touching pretty close to the line. I think, like, more than that, it's just, like... The standard quality of movies has changed since then. For sure. Um, um, both, I mean... For good or ill. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because you watch The Mask, and I, I didn't even, a lot of people talk shit on Jim Carrey. I didn't realize this. No. I did not know a lot of people don't like Jim Carrey. Yeah. He, I mean, he he's a little, really over the top for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's very uh, bombastic. Yeah. And I guess it's the same reason that, again, people didn't much but, care for Chris Farley. Yeah. But... Um, those two are like my heroes, so I, I got no problem. But you watch the, I like the mask, the mask holds up fine. Yeah. What about Son of the Mask? Not, it's not a good one. <laughs> and I want to tell you why. There's two words for why Son of the Mask did not do well Jamie Kennedy. Oh, what a name. Whatever happened to him? Uh, he still does stand up. He still do the Jamie Kennedy experience? He does not do the Jamie Kennedy experience, but he still does stand up. And I guess he's relatively successful. He just did my girl's open mic. Uh, so maybe he's not that successful anymore, but I wonder if it's a lot of people just like, Oh, like I remember that name. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go to that show. See what, what's Mm -hmm. going on in his life. And then, Oh boy. Yeah. I have no (laughs) ill will. I know that he's burned a few bridges just from listening to like podcasts from that side of the country, but he's burned bow bridges. He's burned bow bridges for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have no personal ill will. You know, me and Jamie, we're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we're good. Hey, I remember, uh, Malibu's most wanted. I, here's the thing, man. I actually kind of like Malibu's Most Wanted. It's a funny movie. <laughs> it like, is a funny movie. Anthony Anderson and um, Kevin... Is is Kevin uh, Hart in that one? I don't know. It's been forever since I've seen it. The I only think, joke I remember from it is... It was like, I learned that from Grand Theft Auto. He was like, man, I can't play that. I got a game cast. It's like... You either got a GameCube or a Dreamcast. Man, I ain't rich. I got a GameCast. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not a dude. Brings a musket to the fight. <laughs> Doesn't like. Or someone brings a musket and someone brings like conquistador armor to wear. It looks like Anthony Anderson is just that. It's just Anthony Anderson. So I think maybe we're thinking of uh, Scary Movie 3. I've never seen any of the scary movies, so I don't think I'm thinking of that. Um, but it's Jamie Kennedy, Tay Diggs, Anthony Anderson, Regina Hall, Damon Wayans, Damien Wayans, Damien Wayans, 
Um, Bo Derek, Nick Swartzen, Cal Penn, Jeffrey Tambor. He was apparently a motherfucker. Yeah. Snoop. D-O-double-G. Uh, Terry Crews. Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> High C. Big boy. But not that big boy. Another big boy. Wait. Boy with a Y? Yeah. Okay. He's a DJ in LA. Like a radio DJ. Sure. 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 He sure. used to be huge. Like there were billboards of him. Like he was like. The guy. If Biggie Smalls ate Suge Knight, that's the size of this man. And Jesus. he is skinnier than any of us in this room now. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. Man, that's Weight Watchers, bro. Hey, buddy. <laughs> WW. Oh, yeah. I see that. Um, I see that. But I was going to say... I don't know if it holds up, but it's fun to watch. Fun to play with, not to eat. I think we're thinking of a scary movie. You've never seen a scary movie? I don't think so. Oh, we might have to do that. Because I really... You know what movie I saw from like those guys? Hmm. Uh, Meet the Spartans. And I wanted to walk out Ooh, of the theater. Yeah, that's a bad one. And it was like, ever since like any movies of that ilk, I was like, this ain't me. This ain't my style. This ain't my steez. Yeah, that was... um. That, that was like the dying days of, of those kind of like major cast, uh, high profile parody movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't see that one because that's, it was like that was uh, Movie 43. Yeah, movie 43 was weird because it actually had an A list cast. Yeah. Um, like everybody. Mm-hmm. It was like that. And then Valentine's Day was like, I think what it was supposed to be parodying. Yeah. And like all those different kinds of movies that were of that kind of ilk. You know, I do like those movies, like the Valentine's Day, New mm-hmm. Year's Day, where it's like, yeah, it's like a schlocky, like a uh, rom-com type thing, mm-hmm. but they got a huge cast. Sure. I mean, everyone's trying to find the uh, Love Actually, uh, like that special spot. Mm-hmm. None of them do it. Yeah. Probably not even Love Actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> that one has an age well. It's like, got a real sc- creepy stalker dude in it. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's so romantic. He tracked this lady to her house. And interrupted her evening. Can't do that. You do that now, you get arrested. Yeah, that's happened. Um, I was going to say something. It was about Malibu's Most Wanted. Or it was a part of that conversation. Well, think hard, Doug. Um, Think harder. Why did I think John C. Riley was in it? I don't know. (laughs) Or if not him, the dude from 8 Mile that kind of looks like John C. Riley that shoots himself in the leg. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. He is... I, I just saw that guy. Like John C. Right? That, He's got like the squished face. Okay. <laughs> well, he does. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what it is. Thinking of Evan Jones? Strong brow. I don't know. Or are you thinking of Michael Shannon? I don't think I'm thinking of Michael Shannon. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's definitely show Evan Jones. If you He's hit the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So if you hit you, Matt uh, Damon with a shovel in the face repeatedly, that's who you get. <laughs> Yeah, he does look like he permanently has like a warhead lodged below his tongue. <laughs> Strong brow and not much else. Yeah, he's he's another one that can take a punch. <laughs> it says that he's in. Wow, he was prolific, buddy. We're talking shit, but this dude was in Eight Mile. He was in Den of Thieves, Book of Eli, a Million Ways to Die in the West, Jarhead, Glory Road. Mr. 3000, Hotel Artemis, Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad, there's a uh, movie I forgot about entirely. Right. Hotel Artemis, <laughs> I think I liked it, but I also fell asleep. It's hard in the, to tell. I fell asleep in the theater. 
because I it was like a Friday. I had just worked all week, and that seat was really comfortable. And I was like, hmm, this is... Did, did, uh... Second time I've fallen asleep in the theater. No. Well, second time in my adult life I've fallen asleep in the theater. Did Hotel Artemis come out around the same time as John Wick? I think it was like a year after. Why do I feel like I'm conflating those two? Because Hotel Artemis is definitely like in the same vein, or is trying to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's another one with a weirdly deep cast. John Wick? Yeah, no, um, Hotel Artemis. Oh, yeah. Jodie Foster's in it. Yeah, Jodie Foster, uh, Batista, Charlie Day, Goldblum. Jodie Foster came out of, like, semi-retirement to do that movie. Jenny Slate, Zachary Quinto, Father John Misty. Father John Misty, what a dude. Uh, I'm trying to see what else we got here. Yeah, look, that looks... He kind of reminded me of Father John Misty Allen. Misty Allen, isn't that someone? I don't think so. I remember thinking of Misty Mountains from, she's the porn star from uh, the uh, the Nice Guys. Yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Yeah. Um, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. But yeah, he has one of those faces that was like, yeah, I was big in the aughts, in the noughties. Pang, yeah. <laughs> who was, um, who was the other guy that was like, and fucking everything in the noughties? Um, he was in like, 40 Days of Nights. Is that what it was called? 30 Days of Nights? 30 Days of Night. No, no. The, the vampire one? No, no. It was mm-hmm. the one where he, he for uh, Lent, he doesn't jerk off. And then all of his buddies, like they do like, they have like a, a work pool going on like when he's going to do it. And then they... I don't remember that one at all. Uh, Eth- is it an Ethan? It's not Ethan Hawke. <laughs> what a movie that would be for him. Um... Maybe it's 30 days and nights. How long is Lent? Lent is 40 days. Okay. So it is 40. The longest 40 days of a child growing up in a Catholic household. 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Yeah, That's the worst time of the year. (laughs) Terrible. And you got to eat fish all the time. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. He was in nothing recently. No, nothing recently. But he... He was huge for like two years. You want to talk about prolific, dude. He was in Black Hawk Down. Like, I mean, okay, everybody was in Black Hawk Down, but... Um, Anyone who appeared in a movie in the 2000s was yeah. in Black Hawk Down. Him between like Josh Hartnett and Shannon Sossaman. Oh, oh from Night's Tale. My Corazon, buddy. <laughs> Mi Corazon. Uh, Adios mio. Yeah, let's see. Sacre bleu. But that movie was like, I'm watching it. Because I remember always like liking it because it was like, oh, it's a movie about like, you know, sex stuff. So when I'm like a kid, like it's like the exciting watch. <laughs> He's got a penis. Yeah, but I was watching it recently, and I was like, this movie would not get made now because it's it's very on the nose. I think we're probably better off for that. Wait, we're I mean, showing we, growth as a we, society. I mean, you'd like to think we definitely seem to be reverting. I mean, there's still movies that like you scroll past on Netflix where it's like yeah. that were made like two years ago yeah. that are that same exact vibe. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I, I, as funny as it was and as much as it grossed, I do think that Deadpool is an anchor on American cinema right now. But, you know, <laughs> hey, whatever. we're still getting a third one. Yeah, thank God. As part of the MCU. Thank God. Now... Thank God. Um, but I was watching... Like, the movie legitimately ends... Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie. The movie ends with him getting raped by his ex-girlfriend. But it's done in a way that's like, oh, well, you know, he enjoyed it, so... And I'm like, uh, I'm not uncomfortable watching this. Like, cause it's, it's not a thing that happens like quickly. 
Oh, it's kind of drawn out. Well, you don't get to see like anything. Is but it screamy? It's like, yeah, it's definitely like a coercion thing because mm. it's supposed to be like this big romantic thing where like so eventually everybody finds out like that's kind of like the uh the, the third act turn right everybody like he finds out there's a pull the girl so, so shannon sauceman like she finds out that like that's why he's being so weird because mm. she's been like why doesn't he like me? we've been dating for a month and he still hasn't put out and uh, doug gets it yeah. you know we've been together for six years at this point professionally and, and kevin uh, still hasn't put out yeah well that's uh lent buddy what are you gonna do it's so, not lent yet it's not ash wednesday <laughs> um <laughs> you don't got ashes on your forehead but eventually everybody's like it's clean slate everybody finds out and the vent so he like on the midnight of the last day of lent he's gonna like be handcuffed to his bed posts and she's going to come in and just like, it's going to be like super sexy and like all this like weird, whatever you're into thing. Hell and, yeah. um, bondage. Exactly. Bondage. <laughs> then what ends up happening is one of the guys that's in that he works with, like tells his ex-girlfriend like about the thing mm. in an effort to win the pool. Mm. So she breaks into his apartment while he's like handcuffed to his bedposts and he can't like fight, basically. Ah. And uh, and then you know Shannon Sossman walks in after that's done. Of and, course. And there's like five minutes left of the movie, and you're like, "This is gonna be one hell of a denouement." <laughs> Let me tell you what. We're gonna resolve some issues real fast, real quick. Let's see those dialogue chops because we're gonna need them. <laughs> oh man. So. What a, what a film. Icky movie. What an epoch for a film. Up up until that point, very enjoyable. Yeah. Shit, man. Alan, where are we at on there? And, uh, 66 minutes-ish. Oh, I think that's a, full, that's a full slate. Yeah, I think we, we got everything we needed to do. Cool. We did. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's what it is. Well, Eating up enough of my day. <laughs> anywho, uh, I guess to that effect, Douglas, Kevin, let me ask you a very important question. Did you have fun? You know, I got to hang out with my buddy. Uh-huh. I got to hang out with my other buddy. Uh huh. So yeah, I'd say I had fun. Successful day. I had fun. Successful day. It was a successful day. And you know what? It's still only Saturday. And you know what? It's Long weekend, boys. Not only that. Usually we finish these up at 11.30 at night. Mm-hmm. You got a whole day ahead of you. We do. I could go home. <laughs> yeah. I love how quickly that, that list got shortened in your head. Like I could almost see articles leaving that. You're like, I could go home. <laughs> I mean, where? what else can I do? We are still in a pandemic. And let me tell you, it takes all of us. More like scam damage. Okay. I don't really believe that. Did we tell the scandemic story on here? No. No. So you've been dropping that joke for like three episodes now. And we've okay. never well, brought well, it up. It's probably time. To, in a tradition of these goodbyes getting yeah. longer and longer. <laughs> um, quick little story. A little blur. I was scrolling through the gram, Instagram. This was probably end of summer, beginning of fall, maybe. I think it was in the summer. It doesn't matter. But we were a healthy chunk into this pandemic. And a friend posted on Instagram this, it was, I don't even know what it was a picture of, but it had the longest caption I've seen on Instagram that wasn't typed out by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Basically just railing against, you know, 
the state, the nation, like, for locking shit down for a pandemic. And he called it, in, like, the first couple lines, a scandemic. Like, scan, like, S-C-A-N. Not scam. Like what you do when you fax something. Yes. Not scamdemic, which would make sense. Scandemic, which makes no sense. And he repeated it that way throughout the entire post. <laughs> it's like, buddy, I cannot take, I don't even, I'm not even registering your argument wow. because I can't get over the fact that you were so close. I don't even know what to say about that. Exactly. It's like you were so close to having an actual word here. It reminds me of um, what I've been noticing like the past couple years, whenever somebody says something that's like slightly clever mm-hmm. in the political sphere and then it gets repeated ad nauseum. <laughs> like, how many people were um, educated to the idea of uh, a rhino? Like, R-I-N-O. Oh, yeah. um, a Republican in name only. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure was a concept that was, like, spoken between people. But, like, now it's, like, the, the term, right? Yeah. And now everybody's like, oh, he's just a rhino. Like, you didn't even know that thing existed until... 48 hours ago like do not use that term as if it's like yeah i've all i'm actually like a political analyst and uh like you don't you don't know like oh ted cruz is a rhino okay <laughs> mitt romney big rhino that that just all i'm picturing is the um the onion picture that always has the caption like worst person you know just made a great yeah. point yeah <laughs> yeah just i'm picturing that guy's face pretty much um, uh, but yeah, but, I had fun. Yeah, good, 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 good. You did, know, we love that. We love the new studio. Did you have fun, Kevin? I actually had a pretty good time. This, really? That's like the thing is that I'm uh, remarkably free since I'm not watching the computadora anymore. A computadora. So this is like, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, refreshing. It's like a weight off my chest. I get to just talk to my good buddy, Doug, my good buddy, Alan. And, uh, Alan, did you have fun? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking boring. Got to tell you, boys. Kind of hoping you guys would get out of my house yeah. sooner. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was fun. I did have a good, had most pleasant, most pleasant time. Good. Well, 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 that's good. Fucking get used to it, because oh, uh, because now we see. now we know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess to that to that extent, for we have fun. Um, you know that I this entire time. Uh, I'm sure that you you know, but I've been Kevin. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. And, um, well, Doug, I mean, you know, who are you? I. How long you been in? I'm always Doug. Cool. Liz. Cool. Douglas. I wish I was Douglas. Hey, if I haven't heard that from my brother all my <laughs> life. Oh, uh, just kidding, loves. Um, throw you out that window well i guess then for we already did it you already said for we have fun (laughs) for all of us at the podcast um alan do you want to say a word no i'm good all right cool 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 then we are done and you can roll that beautiful bean footage we'll see you next time folks okay goodbye Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. We have fun. We have fun. We have fun. We have fun every day. We have fun. 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 We have f